there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, we just got nuts with Lou. Lou loves Jones. Uh, made the case for Blackshear. And also uh, Brunson. And UFC 285 this week. Get up to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. They have you covered for every line and boost. Bet the big names on the card with Parlay Insurance. 
Great house specials, phenomenal menu, any sport, betrivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. I apologize to the listeners and also Mitch for getting his hopes up. I was looking at the Liberty game log and not the Kennesaw State game log. And thanks to Eddie on Twitter for cleaning it up. That means Liberty was lane six in the first meeting, not the other way around. So now Kennesaw State, 3-1 to one to win the Atlantic Sun, kind of makes sense, even though it's on their home floor. They met February 16th. He said he had Kennesaw, uh, he had, uh, yeah, Kennesaw money line, and they were catching six in that game against Liberty. Yeah. That's the championship on Sunday. Mitch has a future on Kennesaw State. And that number appears to be the projection here. Not out yet, but projected to be about Liberty minus three in that game. Paul Stone checking in today with a text. Okay. Yep. And he a good reminder here that yeah. uh, we were throwing around Ken Palm's numbers and Bart Torvik as well. Ken Palm reflects season long, not recent performances and issues. And so his opening numbers are Bama. This is Paul Stone again, who's in the Friday night college basketball handicapping challenge here during the season with uh, humans and a bunch of others. He's got Bama minus one and a half tomorrow at Texas A&M. I was hoping for three. That was the Ken Palm number. Torvik had one and a half as well. He also, Paul Stone, made West Virginia minus three at home to K-State. He's making Texas two at home to Kansas and UCLA minus five and a half at home to Arizona. Others are looking at around six and a half or seven maybe to UCLA. That's uh, part of the fun with this, this next week and a half too. Because books wait and they don't put up the numbers. One of it because it's the games go off. How not Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and next week is insane. And you could argue it's better than the actual tournament championship week uh, w- w- because it's games from 9 a.m. to 11 at night on the West Coast. Yep. But you don't know the matchups in the brackets. And then what's the number? And then certainly is everything we talked about. And I read that that uh, text message and, and that exchange I had with Alan Boston about crazy stuff happens and. The, the team with motivation, the team that's locked into the seed, the team that yep. needs it, all that, and who knows what the numbers are and how they change, and uh, neutral sites involved as well. Maybe injuries, all of it. It's a crazy yep. time of year. So we'll spend more time on this next week because it is the Power Six tournaments here. But this is uh, some very good information from longtime friend of the show, Ian McDonald. He sent over a message per his numbers. 2016 through 2012, 2022, I'm sorry. This does not include the pandemic year, obviously. In the Power Six Conference tournaments where the double bye is used, a team that played at least one game versus a team playing its first game covered at a 70% clip regardless of the team, seed, conference, anything. As an example, the winner of the 12-13 matchup, let's say the 12 wins, in the opening round would play the five in the next round. In that scenario, you could blindly take the 12 seed and win at a 70% rate. That goes for all Power Six conferences, and that goes back. That's a healthy sample size there. Every team included every Power Six tournament 2016 through 2022 with no 2020 included. That's a a good five, Mm -hmm. six-year stretch. So very strong. Obviously, with those tournaments popping next week, I think with what you said, Paulie, it is right. Uh, the conference tournament week next week is actually, it's better somehow than the actual tournament itself. You have more games, more days. Well, for better, too. I mean, and, well, and a fan. And for this coming is, out here, because... Don't forget, I'm sorry, we're quickly. Uh, yeah. Don't forget what the weekend has turned into uh, for the actual, the madness. The, turn. the games are too staggered The now. Saturday and Sunday so schedule there are... There are back-to-back standalone games. Yeah. 
now. Ridiculous. And, and, and they play those late games on Sunday night. So uh, the, thir- the Thursday-Friday schedule is still as good as it gets. But the, with the way the, the committee and everybody else involved has tinkered with the Saturday-Sunday schedule, not as good as it used to be. And Vegas for March Madness, is, it's one of the bi- it's like Super Bowl. It's like New Year's Eve, right? It's one of the big- busiest weekends of the entire year. It's, it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But I actually think next week is underrated. And you can come to a book like Circa or other yeah. spots and find spots to sit, and it's not going to be so swamped. And just games all day long and first halves and the in-play, it's phenomenal. Can't touch it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will pay this off. In the Southern Conference, again, just historically looking at numbers going back, Steve Mackinnon does a great job. All these numbers are up. If you go look at vcin.com, trends and angles for these individual mid-major tournaments throughout the years, in the Southern Conference, single-digit favorites in the opening round, 19-8 and eight straight up, and ATS since 2011. That's 70.3%. And uh, today you're looking at Mercer Lane 6 against the Citadel. Not telling you, to, that's the reason why to bet it, just what it's been like so far in this league. And one team who has been so good in this conference tournament going back throughout the years, Watford, 15-6 and six straight up, 13-7 and seven ATS with three titles, four championship berths, and seven trips to the semifinals. Very good. And as for today, the mm-hmm. action that we have starts at uh, noon Eastern, by the way, with all these games. That's uh, Charleston Correct. Southern against a- uh, Asheville, and UNC Asheville is laying nine and a half in this game, and the total is 144.5. Yep. Two to one at DraftKings to win the uh, tournament, and the one seed there, Longwood, is plus 270, and uh, Radford, four to one, Webb. Six to one. Arch Madness continues. The big boys come out. Quarterfinals. Bradley, 10 a.m. Pacific. Bradley laying 10 and 135 against Northern Iowa. Bradley 23 and 8 on the season. Drake, the favorite, plus 170 at DraftKings. Bradley 2 to 1. Uh, Indiana State plus 550. The second game, Indiana State is three against Belmont. Total of 152 and a half. Yeah, well. Uh, you see, but you saw they bet the under. In three of the four games in the Valley, and only if you got there early did you get the uh, split. But again, as I talked about earlier, it's been a dream with just betting these unders blindly in this tournament going back. But the the dog in these games, just zero resistance. Yeah. As the favorite put up a lot of points and, and uh, a big reason why those couple of those games went over. We had a guest earlier on in the show, Eli Hershkovich, who's very good on uh, college basketball. He gave out and he likes Southern Illinois. Now, when he betted, it was 14-1. to 1. I thought he had a good breakdown on why he thinks this team can make a deep run with the variance here uh, and why you would want a dog like this because if they're making their threes and they take a lot of them, that if they get hot, watch out, and they're laying two in this game today against Missouri yep. State. A win here, and they would get Drake, and Drake is uh, you know obviously one of the favorites and one of the shortest shots here with Bradley to win this conference all right and style of play get up and go Belmont likes to get up and go a 152 and the total in the Southern Illinois game is 120 yeah so uh you're right that's the late game coming up as well uh Eli also uh tried to make the case well he did make the case for BYU at 50 to 1 and they play tonight out here, six o'clock Pacific against Portland. They're laying six and a half. BYU fifty to one in some spots to win the West Coast. I, every single year, I think it's been the either the one or the two seed has won this conference tournament. Yeah. And I like how they do it. That the, the one and the two seed get a buy into the semis like they do in the Ohio Ohio Valley tonight. 
Yeah, that's that's the way it should work. Yeah, a little help, right? Yeah, but give give these guys a little. <laughs> why why did we do this for three months? At least give oh. me some bonus, or right? For, well, that's, for getting that's, the one or the two seed. We, we played that audio clip about yeah. an hour ago. So good from Paul Mills. Yeah, I mean, he, he the head coach Oral Roberts, he pointed out it's the same exact set of rules for the one seed, the team that went 18-0 in conference play, as it is for the six. Like, how, why is that a thing? How is that possible? And I think more coaches need to speak out about something like this. Um, you know, we don't have to beat a dead horse with this, but plenty of people here, both of us on this show, we had Tim Murray on yesterday, a coach now is like, we're all, we all agree with this, that it's just, they put too much stock and too much meaning into the conference tournaments. And if you do that for two and a half months where you are the best team, it's clear as day. Then if you have a slip up, oh, sorry, you might not be in the big dance then, which would just be awful. You can't tell me that three days in March are more back to back to back days are more meaningful than two, two and a half months. It's not, it's not possible. We'll go win your games why, then. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, why why spoil a, a great season for four months when you have a bad twenty minutes or ten yeah. minutes? It can happen. Mm-hmm. It can happen to anybody. Uh, what Eli said too about Moorhead State, luckiest team in the country in terms of the close wins, the one seed in the Valley uh, semis tonight. They're the first game, lane three against Southeast Missouri State. First bid championship game goes yep. out tomorrow. Does that when you see something like that, do you say okay, battle tested? You like that? Or do you kind of say, okay, well, you're lucky and you're it's going to run going to run out here eventually? Well, I mean, that's I think that's part of uh, how people will handicap these teams throughout the entire season, and you would expect regression, right? I mean, you for example, like if you have a mediocre to bad three point shooting team in one of these tournaments, and they suddenly get hot on the opening round, and let's say they hit like fifty percent of their threes and they win and they shock a lot of people, I don't think you can bet based on you know expecting that to happen in their next game you'd expect them to go back to who they've been for the entire year. So they've been lucky the entire year. Uh, at some point, you're going to be betting on that to run out. Um, but that's, that's I think, like, certain things, too, can continue for a full year. And I know I'm all over the board with this, but I'll bring up an example. When people expect a team in the NFL mm-hmm. uh, or college football for the turnovers to eventually stop going their way, well, for a full year, that can actually be a thing. We saw it with the Cowboys last year. We saw it with USC this year in college football. Like, how did that continue to be a thing yeah, every, where it was like every single game, they're plus three in the turnovers. Well, that that can be something for a year. Can it be something for two or three years? Probably not. So I'm, I'm going to shop around today on his recommendation and see what the best number is in Southern Illinois that I can find to win that league. Maybe there is still a uh, 12 to one or it something happens. like that. Hanging happens out there. It's, 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 it's a long season and they're kids. I mean, look, yeah. at old, old Dominion scored, what, 30 point, 35 points in a game. Uh, and they were a four-point Le- favorite. Yeah, Lehigh, 18 points at halftime. The Patriot League last sure, night. Sure, 41-18 at halftime. Yeah. You, anyone can have a bad 10, 20 minutes, and that's yeah. it. We had a little bit of everything last night. Paulie will run down the betting action in win some, lose some. That's coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Hey, let's go. The upsets last night, Texas San Antonio plus 270. They beat Charlotte and Minnesota. Oh, mama. What happens to Rutgers now? Minnesota plus 320. They were 1-16 and 16 in conference play. I saw Rutgers on the 9-10 and 10 line before that horrible loss. Well, there, there are bad losses, Paulie, and then yep. there's losing like that at Minnesota. Yep. Ooh, Manhattan plus 250. They beat Siena. American! Hell yeah! We're in the semis there you go, of kid. the Patriot League. I thought they could beat Navy. They already beat them once. They beat them again. American plus 250 on the money line. Remember, both games against Colgate were decided by one point. They uh, handed Colgate their only conference loss. 70-80-1. to one. They now play a sixth seed in the semis to go to the championship game. Let's go American. Houston, Wichita over. 131 up to 135. Went over. Uh, a little mixed bag. Uh, apologies with the Missouri Valley. Uh, three three and one to the under based on the opening number. But, uh, still me, two and two. Excuse me, two and two. But the problem you had was the, the bad teams here, there's no resistance. The, the dog couldn't get stops, and that's why some of the games went over. But Murray State... Under 145, down to 140. As we've talked about, the Missouri Valley's been an under machine for years in the conference tournament, and the market's uh, well aware about sure. it. That was a big move. Missouri State 
Illinois Chicago under 131 down to 128. That fell 131. Uh, Kennesaw State over 146 up to 149. And Sunbelt unders went 4 0. John Rahm, first round leader, 16 to 1. Cash that ticket. Did you see what happened here? So Rahm is three under yesterday, and a bunch of guys were in the clubhouse already at five under. Rahm finished eagle birdie birdie to finish at seven under. That's how he closed the My first God. round, and then you're going to cash. I wow. saw as high as 19 to 1. Yeah. What is this dude going to go off at at the Masters if he wins this yeah. weekend? I know. Yeah. Will Anderson, 4 6 40. Nolan Smith, 4 4 40. Faster than Barkley, Diggs, and Hopkins with that 40 time. My God. Uh, also, Boger and Coleman. Walt Coleman retired. So we, we're done with Boger now. Boger, he's, he's, he's gone he's as out. well. That's a win some. Spurs. Pacers up. Spurs win again. 241 down to 235. Bunch of guys are out. Yep. Warrior, for Warriors under 235 down to 231. Clippers 0-4 since they acquired Westbrook. Yeah, and the Warriors were atrocious in the first half. They couldn't hit a shot. They're down by, what, 9, I believe, at halftime? 38-8 to eight run. Blew them out in the second half. Subscribe, be part of the team. The website looks great. You'll get lost in everything that's up there, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these videos, eclectic mix. How about the dog? He's so tired, out he goes, right? He's standing up, sleeping, and then just keels over. Huh. You can see the, the, the arm is moving. He's like, he's out. I love his paws, the man. The paws out. Look at how thick those paws are. Yeah. Pink at the... Yeah, that was yep. great. Yeah, every day we love life, especially if you're a panda. It's like they go through life with a six-pack in them at all times. Here's the panda in the Whee! snow going down the hill. Yeah, coming down. Another try here. Right? Arms out. Make a snow angel coming out, and here he goes. All the way down the hill. Yeah, just loving life. Not a care in the world. What was that? It's 30... What would we... 30000 a year to be uh, help the pandas and... Yeah, that was... I like, might um, have to go double-check. China? They, were, they actually put that out there. They were hiring people... Or at least one person to come in and be like a, uh, I don't like a, not, not, not a panda whisperer, but a, would it be yeah. like a nanny almost? You get to a hang better up, way to say it. You, know, you get to hang yeah. out the pandas all day. That might be worth it. I love this tweet. Vital Vegas tweeted it out at the Cosmopolitan. Remember Randy McKay's interview that was so good a while back in studio? He talked about this. Cosmo is warning guests about vultures who don't merely swoop in after a player moves a machine. They're saying they'll try to distract you and say, hey, come over here, exactly as Randy McKay talked about, that they're trying to distract you and, and try to steal your uh, multipliers right. and get you to move machines. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Kick them out. That happened to me recently. Guy did not try to get me off my machine. He wasn't doing that per se. But where I was playing in high limit, he came over to every single machine, and he sat there at Pauly, and he's done this... I couldn't even tell See, you how many times. Multipliers? He's looking through the machine you. and going yeah. through every single possible, yeah. like, you know, five play, three play, triple play, ten play, and he does it within ten seconds. He's so fast at it, looking for multipliers that were left over. Mm -hmm. Yep. How about uh, 508 as well? You, you, you've been to it. Look at this. Portofino, Italy. Look at this shot where you have the water in the middle and the water on the other side. Lay oh, wow. Now, can we Sorry, do that James Bond movie, too? Uh, casino... Yeah, Casino Royale. How about this? Now, oh. like in Italy right now, what time is it? It's probably like 1230, 1220, 120 in the afternoon. Can we move and do the show from there? Yeah, I'm in. Stuart. Okay. Yeah, take it easy on the bread, though. Lose some. Mavs Sixers under 226 down to 222. Not even close. No, was... This game was crazy. What did I write down? What were the... Uh, they had 25 threes last yeah, 25 night. 25 of like 438 from, th 48 from three. 
and uh, Luca and Kyrie combined for 82 points. Illinois State, Northern Iowa under 137 down to 133, no good. And the 38-8 to run you mentioned with the Warriors. The last 14 games Russell Westbrook has started, his team has lost. Stop defending this guy. It's ridiculous. Can you guys put this? Look at this last night. Come on. If I have to hear this one more time about, oh, you get your numbers. Look at how they're defending him. There isn't a guy even close to him as he has the ball near the top by the three-point line. He can't shoot. He can't defend. Other than that, he's fine. And, And everyone knows he can't shoot except Westbrook. And that's the problem. And even Brian Windhorst on his podcast saying, I got to tell you, if the Lakers had this roster that they had the whole year, they'd probably be a top four seed. And they're saying, well, why do you think that? He goes, because they don't have Westbrook anymore. Yeah. And he had to kill them. I would say so far, a lot of this has been on Ty Lue. His rotations have been terrible, and they're plugging this guy in. I thought Jonathan Von Tobel brought up a great point, who's uh, VEASAN's NBA senior analyst. He said, you had something here with Terrence Mann. Yes. And yes. now, oh, I don't know what he's doing. And also, like, the minute suddenly with, like, Norman Powell off the bench, right. I, I, Lou has lost his mind well, as the coach. Trust, that's the other thing. He's such a selfish guy. And, and when LeBron breaks the record, you're supposed to be celebrating. And, he, and he's getting in an argument with Ham, his coach. And if, if you promise him minutes, and it's like, you know, he won't come out, won't sub out. It's ridiculous. Several bad beats, and this is bad for the books. Michigan plus five down to three and a half. It fell four in double overtime. I mean, that was tough because if Illinois makes a free throw, it's a one. They're up one with 20 seconds. Well, plus so Illinois had no business even sending the game too. to overtime or double overtime. That, they that, did that, both. Right, right. Cleveland State under. Louisiana Tech under. Army game under. Uh, all go to overtime. And you get beat there as well, just like the Michigan game. And the Bruins and Sabres. The total was six and a half. It was three nothing with five minutes left. Seven one final. Oh. Also, the Bruins, the fastest team in history to 100 points Mm -hmm. as they win again. Bad spot? No way. No way. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, betrivers.com. So a couple of tweets here regarding Ty Lue, head coach of the Clippers, from uh, two guys who bet on the NBA for a living, part of it anyway. This is from Eddie Walls, who tweeted out, I refuse to believe people think Ty Lue is a good coach. There are a lot of them. I don't think he's called a single play on offense in four games. Mm. Raheem Palmer responded and said, I used to think Lue was a good coach. Then I realized his only move was to go small. He's lost everywhere else. Uh, it, it's, it's not going well for the Clippers. They, the Warriors <laughs> were terrible last night in the first half. Even the guy, I was listening to some of the uh, local broadcast on the TV side, and they were saying they can't make a shot, and, and they couldn't. It was terrible. They're down big at halftime and in the first half, and the Clippers were just, it was a wrecking ball in the second half by the Warriors. Number one, they're cursed. Number two, this is an unmitigated disaster. Could be. Could be. Look at this now. With the loss, they're a game over 500. They're in the playing round. They also gave up the best player in that Paul George trade with SGA. And then not to mention all the picks that they gave up oh, yeah. to OKC. Yep. So imagine if, the, here we go again, all oh, Kawhi and Paul George, watch out. You know, they made, they, made, they made one conference final. They blew that huge three. They blew the three games to one lead in the bubble against Denver. Not only the series, but had a 15-point lead in multiple games. Mm-hmm. Kawhi, I mean, they, they could have won to the finals that year. Uh, Kawhi got hurt. 
when and they and they lost to uh, Phoenix, but they're a game over five hundred. And now he's not playing tonight because it's a back-to-back. Sure. They could be 500. Think about that. Well, what, what does this look like on the team well, when... What if they miss the playoffs? Well, what about when Kawhi and Paul George are no longer... Like, they're not in their That's primes right. anymore. When, right. When one so, of them leaves or they both... Oh, right. boy. When they're washed and oh. they have no picks, it's going to go back to the Clippers of uh, when we were That's teenagers. That's right. That's right. Can I interest you in a little bit of uh, Warriors at 19-1 to 1 to win the title? Sure. <laughs> oh, I already... Absolutely. 19-1. Steph's coming back, they no think, what, next about. week. It's like Tom Abistro said with us earlier in the week about how about the champs. You're right, you're getting Curry back, and, and they're playing well, other than the road, but yep. they're up, yeah, they're up to the five seat. All right, up next, some uh, NHL talk. Dennis Bernstein has covered this sport for a long, long time. What he liked, what he has disliked so far with all these trades. UFC 285 this week. Get on up to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. They have you covered every line and boost. Parlay insurance as well. Great house specials and menu. BetRivers.com. Download the app. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. This is going to be a lot of fun. A longtime friend of the show, and he has covered the NHL for a long, long time. Dennis Bernstein on the program, TheFourthPeriod.com, and also a host on SiriusXM, the NHL channel. He's actually hosting today, 3 to 6 Eastern on Channel 91 there. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Before we get into some of the moves here, Dennis, I want to ask you this about the Boston Bruins. Another win last night, 101 points. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of time, and this goes for any sport, right? The talk will be, well, great regular season team, but when they get to the playoffs, this is going to be an issue. What's the weakness on the Bruins come postseason time, or is there no weakness? The weakness is they have to play in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Mitch. Um, but all kidding aside, I would think um, age, uh, Patrice Bergeron's 37 years old, David Krejci's 36 years old, and Brad Marchand is injured now. Uh, they're not certain. Maybe he has to go on LTIR, long-term injury reserve, uh, for the end of the season. But other than that, they have no weaknesses. When they could put a guy like Dmitry Arloff on their third pair and a guy they just traded for yesterday, Tyler Bertuzzi, on their third line, on paper, there is no weakness. So what do they have the chance to do? They, they could be like the 84 Detroit Tigers that went 35-5 and five out of the box and breezed to a, a World Series title. Now, nobody breezes to a Stanley Cup title, uh, mm-hmm. but there is no flaw on this team. But age and injury could be a factor in the playoffs. There, there will be an investigation if the Stanley Cup winner isn't from the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it looks like the varsity in the JV right now. But yeah. You know, it, it, it's why they play the games, Paulie. I mean, a team could come out of these, maybe a Dallas or maybe Edmonton or my team here in L.A. But, yes, the prohibitive favorite coming out is going to be the Eastern Conference team without question. You've got Boston. And, you know, nobody's still talking about Tampa. And right. Tampa and Toronto play in the first round. Boston will have to play them. Boston's not going to have to go through a gauntlet. And then you look over in the Metro and you've got the Rangers, you've got Carolina, you've got the uh, the Devils. This is not going to be easy for Boston, but that's why the sport is so great. You called this last week when I uh, had you on, uh, Kane to the Rangers. How much do you like that move with Kane going to the Rangers? And tell us some other moves that you like at the deadline. Okay, so before they traded for Tarasenko and yep. for Kane, the Rangers, if you look at their right wing depth chart, they had 27 goals this season. It's a different team with Tarasenko and Kane. I really like the move. Um, they're going for it. It's going to be difficult, but they have star players. And it's so the one thing I picked Carolina to win the cup, Paulie, 
But the one team that's the kryptonite are the Rangers. They can find a way to win. They went down there a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday, won 6-2. Panarin scored four goals. So I really like what the Rangers did. And if you're a Ranger fan, you got to love it. And there's nothing better than that Patrick Kane playing playoff games at Madison Square Garden on Broadway. I'm sure the networks will love that. And it was a really great move. We'll see if it pays off. Okay. How about some winners and losers so far? Uh, every East team? No, just kidding. Toronto re- really resurfaced their team with all the moves they made. Ron Raleigh, Nolachari, uh, Timo Meyer coming to the devil. It's an arms race in the East. I could go down the list of all the teams, right? It, it, it's been that crazy. So I think the losers might be, well, until yesterday when uh, Dallas got Max Domi, they really hadn't done much. Uh, so that would be the one team. And Seattle. I think Seattle's had a great season, yet they haven't really added anything. And they're right there. They're a couple points out of first place. Uh, Vegas going to get Jonathan Quick was a, a must-have because they're, they can't keep goaltenders healthy there. So I would think you look at the big teams in the East. They've really done a great job adding to their teams. And it's been, I've covered this sport for 20 years. I've never seen a trade deadline week like this before where everybody's going in. Mm. Look, we, we're not to the point like the NBA where Jay Crowder gets traded for five second-round picks, but we're close to that, which is great because there's a lot of creativity being shown, three-team trades, extra draft choice, futures from two, three years from now being thrown in deals. We've never really seen that in the NHL before. Uh, did Vegas really have to get him, though? Quicks had a bad year, and how much did it help the Kings to get rid of him? It helped because they brought in another goaltender, Jonas Kopersala, who has had a better season, and a guy, Vlad Kavrikov, which they really needed on the blue line on the left side, really helps their top four defense. Yeah, because Logan Thompson's injured. Now, Lauren Brassois came back. He was supposed to be okay. He played a couple of games, got injured again. They need goalies. Boy, that's as simple as that. So, yes, they had to bring them in because – and you're hoping to – first of all, you're going to get a really motivated Jonathan Quick. He wasn't happy the way it ended in Los Angeles. Uh, he didn't think he was going to get traded. He got a phone call from Rob Blake uh, in Winnipeg telling him that he was traded to a, a last-place team in the Eastern Conference. So he would have been a lot more angry if he had to play the rest of the season in yeah. Columbus. But now he's on a contending team close to home. He's happy. And I think on April 4th or April 6th, they, they play the Kings. I'll be in LA. I'll be in Vegas for that one because I assume if he's healthy and playing decent, Jonathan Quick's going to get the start against his old team. And if they play in the playoffs, wow, all bets are off. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Dennis Bernstein, the fourth period.com, also a host on Sirius XM Channel 91. He's going to be on today from 3 to 6 Eastern Time. Okay, so then who wins that division overall? The Pacific. Uh, I have a future ticket on Edmonton. I don't have a lot yeah. of faith in it at 10 to 1. They're four points back right now. Um, do you, could it be the Kraken? Could they shock the world in their second season? Is it maybe your Kings? VGK won't lose? Who do you think wins it? Well, I, I like your, your ticket because they got Matias Ekholm as a guy they really needed on the blue line, a guy who's a defensive big guy, can stop shots, block shots. He, he's been to a cup final before with Nashville. That was a great ad as well. But they traded Tyson Berry, the guy who ran the first power play. But that team has so great on the power play, they could probably offload a guy like Barry to get better defensively. So, I, Mitch, I, I, it's going down. It, you might have a playing game for the division title of game 82, last game of the season. Okay. It, it's it's Yeah. I, I don't like the way the Kraken are playing. They, they lost. They won last night in overtime. They've given up a lot of goals. They, they've taken a step back, but they're right there. If any team goes eight out of ten, they can win the division. And you're yep. talking about four teams. So uh, it, it's the most entertaining division. It's the toughest race there is. I can't really pick a winner, but I do like your ticket for Edmonton to win. They certainly could win this division. The problem for the Colorado Avalanche, obviously, it's been injuries all mm-hmm. year long. Uh, what, sure. what is, I mean, do they have enough runway here uh, going into the playoffs? 
to get get you know guys back, get yeah. all in stride again on the same page again. What's a realistic ceiling this year for that team? Well, you know, a month ago, people were talking about maybe Avalanche are too banged up. They might not make the playoffs. Now they probably win the division title. They got hot yep. and they're getting healthy. And they added Lars Eller, a guy they need to. Now he's not a two seed. The guy, Nas Kadri, who went to the Flames, is a great second line center. He's not that guy, but he certainly makes their center position a lot better. If they can get, and that's the question, Mitch, can they, do they have enough runway to get healthy to be the same team they were? Because they don't have Nas Kadri, they're not as great as they were last season, but they could win the division. They could certainly get back. Uh, to the cup final at this point, but I, I, there are a couple below last year's championship team. So other teams do have an opportunity. Maybe to get to a cup final. So some futures on some other teams other than the avalanche might pay off for you. Okay. Very good. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Dennis TFP, the fourth period.com also series XM channel 91. You're the best pal. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Always great being on follow the money boys. Thanks for the time. All yeah. right. Uh, I mean, what he said makes a lot of sense with the Boston Bruins, right? Yeah. The tough, it, he brought up the age. Um, factor could be a thing, but also when, when's the last time that you've ever been able to say this is going to be coast is clear, easy path no. for a team to get yeah. to it? That, that doesn't no, happen. You're, you're exactly right. It was a good point. We just went through this in the NFL with the Eagles. Oh, what an easy path to the to the Super Bowl. I mean, you, you don't say that in hockey. No. And the fact that maybe they should, I, w- I would change the format, but uh, that's a whole other discussion too. But but that's what you're facing right. up against. Uh, but it's a freight train. I was supposed you know, you're coming after the long road trip and. Guys, you're in my ear. Uh, you're coming off the long road trip, and now you play Buffalo at home and you hammer them, no problem, mm. and uh, on pace for 135 points. Ridiculous. Faith in uh, the Maple Leafs to beat the Lightning in the first-round playoff series. Would you bet Toronto? Would you look at them bet if you're getting a decent-plus price? I, I just... It's, it stinks that they got to play again. Right? But tinker with the... I mean, I don't... I don't like the format. I don't want to yeah, see Toronto and Tampa. No, again neither the, do the first I. Round. But the, for the Western Conference again, and your question about Colorado, the winning streak came to an end last night, but they had won six, six, seven in a row before uh, they got beat by New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But this this thing's wide open. And again, I love that bet, uh, and several people put me on it. But the, the, the team to win the Cup isn't going to be from the East? I go Toronto, I can go Tampa, I go Carolina, I got Boston, obviously. Yeah. And who am I going to Vegas, all right, they might be the ones, but God, they have holes. I, they absolutely I mean, do. And I've yeah. been hearing nonstop from the locals about how they were going to miss the playoffs and mm. the losing streak's coming. So well, that's credit not happening. To Cassidy, uh, what? That's not happening. Right. Like a long losing streak, or miss the playoffs, but, it's not going to happen. Right. But I, I think he, I think he's got a point, though. I think you're, you could still get there with Edmonton. That they just try to try to shore up the defense and hang yeah. on to a lead for God's sake. Let me give you this. You tweet. see how dangerous they are, and they can score on anybody. I mean, they go to Pittsburgh and hammered them no problem, and they get beat by Columbus. They're down three goals, they tie, and they lose six five. But uh, it's tough coming up, no doubt. But the schedule they they close with an easy April or a manageable April too. We talked about uh, you know coming to Las Vegas for Championship Week next week rather than the March Madness. Uh, the opening weekend of the tournament, this is from Dan. They, a big group of guys, they were coming to Las Vegas for the Madness 13 years in a row. Saturday and Sunday, plus prices and lack of seating killed us. Yep, I can we, see that. We switched to conference week this week, uh, this year. Looking forward to it. I told him, I don't think you're going to regret the decision. Can't move. Yep. Everyone comes here, priced out, sure. Yep. In-pocket plays, and I want to throw a, an NFL trade scenario that I heard Sean King bring, bring up on this network yesterday. Who says no to this offer?
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. As I said earlier, hopefully, fingers are crossed, the Valpo bet yesterday was uh, is going to be my worst bet of 2023. Plus two and a half, down I think double digits at halftime, lost by almost 30. They hit two threes the entire game. I think they were two of 23, and uh, we're never really in the game. Bad bet, bad bad performance, bad result. We move on. Uh, Wisconsin plus four and a half was a winner last night. Otherwise, it would have been a uh, bad week here, betting college basketball. Pending, I do have Kennesaw State. We'll see how this goes. Uh, you know what? I'll add this one first. Tailing uh, our buddy Lou Finacaro. John Jones and uh, Gamrot on a parlay, plus 135 in the UFC. Jones now minus 170. And Gamrot is uh, minus 210. And the pending, the one future that I have so far to win a conference tournament, Kennesaw State 3-1 in the title game of the A-Sun. They get Liberty on Sunday morning. That's going to be a great game. Oh, 
so excited for that game. And and I'm and plus, plus we know what Liberty's track record if they get in too. Mm-hmm. Almost won a game a couple years ago and won a game uh four years ago. Easy winner with Eastern Kentucky plus the 13, up 10 early. Liberty hung on and got the win to advance to the title game Sunday. Not even close with Rice. Florida Atlantic had 57 points at halftime. And uh, they cut it to 14 in the second half. And then Florida Atlantic said, okay, uh, enough of that. Uh, New plays, a couple futures. I think it it was either Eli or someone on VEASAN.com. I can't remember. But I like Hofstra to win the Colonial at plus 180. Hofstra knocked off Charleston in the regular season. But Hofstra, even though they tied, Hofstra gets the one seed, which is enormous because of who you have to face with when you look at Townsend and the other teams behind them. So it's a big advantage to get the one as opposed to the two. Not to mention, I think Hofstra can beat them anyways. And Charleston's very good. But the shame of it all is it's a one-bid lead. Right. And it shouldn't be that way because Charleston might finish the year 30-4. and four, And they're not, they have no chance of getting an at-large. But I like the plus price with Hofstra, plus 180 as the one seed. And I'm, uh, I'm going to follow Tim Murray on this one. I'll take the Zags to win the West Coast Tournament out here. Minus 120. Those are the new plays. And that is already underway. And they play uh, the semis you on know, Monday. St. Mary's opened up as the favorite at yes, some right. shops. I agree with the move, sure. Uh, and the pending, uh, American to win the Patriot League. 60s. I got 60. 80 was at DraftKings. We can't bet at DraftKings. They're in the semis. Got the win last night. And they play a six seed to go to the title game. And they already beat Colgate earlier in the year. So you never know. And then Maryland women to win the college tournament at 40-1. to 1. They are ranked fifth in the country, and they play Illinois today. And they, Iowa's also a top-10 team. They beat them by 30. Let's not talk about what happened against South Carolina uh, in the regular season. But I think, hey, if I'm a two-seed, I'm a ranked top. I'm ranked fifth. You want to forget about that for a minute. Yeah. Uh, on Maryland. Pock, in pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon, easternbetrivers.com. You can find these picks with every pick by every host and every guest. vcin.com slash picks. All the picks from Nigel. Uh, and that'd be something if Blackshear gets there for Lou. Yeah, that nice. would be cool. Okay, so, boy, DraftKings, they, this is awesome. They already have up numbers to win divisions in the NFL next year. You're kidding. And I will ask you, you give me the order right now. You give me the order of the NFC North. Detroit, Minnesota. Okay. I'm not going to drag this out, he says, Rogers. Okay. No. Will Will he have an announcement before March 15th? Uh, No minus $4. That's probably a good date. Regardless of Rogers, Detroit... Minnesota, Green Bay, Chicago. That's that's exactly the order. They have the Lions at plus 170 to win the NFC North. The Vikings are plus 260. Packers plus 270. Bears plus 475. Um, other divisions that they have. Chiefs are minus 120. What? That too low? That's yeah. What? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. What? Chargers are three to one. Bron- oh Broncos plus three sixty. Raiders thirteen to one. Come on. I was surprised to see Chiefs minus one twenty. I, I think that's got to be minimum one seventy five two dollars. Again, it's February. It's March, early March. He, he, but, ne- he doesn't. He's never lost a road. Yeah, that division game. It, come on. Yeah. I wonder if other spots would actually open like the Chiefs even money. Would that be possible? 
Anything's possible. Eagles are favored to win the NFC East, plus uh-huh. 130. Cowboys are plus 175. Giants plus 450. The Commanders are 8-1. to one. Bengals plus 130 to win their division, followed by the Ravens, Browns, and Steelers. Niners minus 165 to win the West. Then the Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. You want to put a number on Jacksonville to win the South? They're minus 130. Really? Titans plus three dollars. Colts four to one. Texans eleven to one. NFC South is interesting. The Panthers and the Saints are co-favorites, if you will. They're each plus two ten. The Buccaneers are three thirty. Atlanta's plus three ninety. I wouldn't touch the Buccaneers with your money. That's right. It's going to be Trask. What are they going to do? They have a confidence in Trask. Bright was released. Yeah, absolutely. Good it, stuff. Are the Bills too short? They're the same price as the Chiefs, minus 120. Yeah, that's too short, even if the Jets get Rodgers. I know you want to get to this trade in a second. I found this interesting. The NFL released their uh, great report card, treatment of families and and also facilities. Arizona, F. Cincinnati, F. Arizona makes the players pay for their food. Right. Cincinnati, the the wives were breastfeeding on on the bathroom floor. I, I read that story. Uh, Broncos D plus Jacksonville F. There were rats running around. They had a rodent problem in the locker room. Yep. How about that? Chargers D plus Rams D plus. But then the report card to Washington got an F. All the Fs that Washington got. They were a dead last in the team guide. I mean, it was it was incredible when you run through all the issues. Only twenty two percent of players feel like they have enough space on team flights. They're one of six teams that. Have players have roommates as well that they have in the breakdown where you look. Treatment of families tied for last. Food service near the bottom. Weight room 22nd. Training room tied for last. Training staff 31. Locker room last. Team travel F minus. That's a polygrade. F minus they got mm-hmm. for travel. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, who, who oh, says God. no to this trade? Sean King brought this up yesterday here on VEASAN. He does a show with Tim Murray, VEASAN Primetime. Yep. Uh, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 Let's o'clock Pacific. Let's have it. The Ravens pick up the phone. They call the Chicago Bears. Okay. And they tell the Chicago Bears, you can have Lamar Jackson. We will trade you Lamar Jackson for Justin Fields and the number one pick. Not enough. What's not enough? I need more if I'm Baltimore. Oh, my God. I say no if I'm the Bears. Oh. I say yes. No, that, I got to get more. The guy won an MVP. Uh, I, I, you're getting a number one pick in the draft. So? So? It's a, it's a crap shoot. I don't know what I'm going to get. You can, t- you can get fields and then trade the number one pick. Uh, and get what, though? You just I, said earlier in the week I might not get much. That's the other thing. Well, what I, am I you, getting? I, that's, that's my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong on that. Okay. I, I don't even hesitate if I'm Baltimore. If I'm Chicago, I say no. You're kidding. I say I'm good. Oh, I, I, hang up. I say immediately, I send it in. Send it in, Jerome. You'd give up on fields. Absolutely. For Lamar Jackson and the, and the pick? Okay. Oh, please. No, I, yeah. No, no. I, I would not do that deal if I'm Chicago. A part of that. I know, so you know I what know this means? Got, uh, this yeah. means it's probably a good offer then. If you're completely on one Absolutely. side and I like the other side, that's well, probably dude, a good offer. Sec- not to mention the history of the position in that city. 
Oh, Fields might turn out to be Lamar Jackson. You don't know that yet. Well, I know he doesn't have a lot of They have a crappy team around him. And Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, by the way, plenty he, of injuries here racking up. Oh, no, fair, fair. An yeah. un- underrated guy. Very, still underrated. The people against him. But, oh, boy. Uh, you good point about the injuries, but I'd do that in a second if I'm Chicago. In a second. Really? Absolutely. And now Will Anderson, based on what happened yesterday, minus yep. 175 at DraftKings to be the first defensive player taken. Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. Don't sleep on this, though. Again, Daniel Jeremiah has been very good at this over the years. His, his most recent draft, which goes back to last week, he had Wilson from Texas Tech ahead of Will Anderson. That was before the Jalen Carter news popped this week. So Wilson's 3-1, to one, Jalen Carter is plus 350. Yeah, the perfect storm. Yep. And evidently, Will McDonald from Iowa State, he crushed it, or he's going to crush it. Miles Murphy is going to be like a complete unicorn uh, this week from Clemson. And Nolan Smith ran the fastest, second, second fastest, fastest 40 ever at the position mm-hmm. in the history yep. of the combine yesterday. More, yeah, better 40 than Barkley, Diggs, and Hopkins. Think about that. <laughs> Think about it. That, that's down. crazy, man. Right. And, and that's Bryce what, Young. Bryce like, Young has to avoid that. And Yeah. How cool. small he is. Right. Good point. That, I'm actually, I might be more excited to watch the reaction to the combine tomorrow of Levis and Richardson throwing that I am to college for college basketball. Mandalorian? Season three? No chance. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.